Welcome to today's five good minutes, considering the season of Advent with Kurt Bjorklund. So as we conclude this week thinking about hope and Advent and Jesus coming, I want to take you to a scene in a theatrical production. It's probably the theatrical production I've seen the most, both in person and in movie renditions, musical renditions of it. And it's Victor Hugo's Les Miserables. And I saw it first when I was in college with my then girlfriend, uh, who is now my wife. And then we've seen it a couple times since uh, in person. We had a chance once to see it in New York with all of our kids. And so I've just grown to appreciate this. And the first time I saw it, I didn't know a lot about it. And I just took faith because I knew she would enjoy it. And I was trying to be a fun, good boyfriend at the time, I guess. And yet I was riveted the first time as I as I tried to understand the theme and the music. And then as time went, I came to to really understand what was going on. And one of the, the most powerful scenes is toward the end when Inspector Javert, uh, who is really the one who is about the law in the in the rendition and is committed to having the law applied he is the one who hunts down Jean Valjean and then he sings this he says who is this man this is Jean Valjean who had gotten um a chance to take Javert's life and yet he didn't he says who is this man what sort of devil is he to have caught me in a trap and to choose to let me go free. It was his hour at last to put a seal on my fate, wipe out the past and wash me clean off the slate. All it would take was a flick of his knife. Vengeance was his and he gave me back my life. And then he says this, damned if I live in the debt of a thief, damned if I yield at the end of the chase. I am the law and the law is not mocked. I'll spit his pity right back in his face. There is nothing on earth that we share. It's either Valjean or Javert. And with it, he jumps to his death. He can't stand the idea that grace reigns. He would rather die in a world of the law because the law in many ways, is easy to understand. It's easy to apply to our lives. It allows us to stay in control because there's an if-then logic to it. If I do the right things, then I get the right outcomes. But what grace does is it makes the law seem, uh, in a sense, not an if-then straight proposition. It upends the law. And Christmas is about hope that says the law is upended because for Every one of us who feels like we're Javert and have the right side, there comes a moment when we realize that we don't have the right side and we need grace. And this is what we read in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, 
who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed at the last time. Do you hear the hope and the beauty in those words? You are born again to a living hope according to God's mercy through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that is an inheritance that will never be taken. And therefore, your hope is not in, again, what you have done or will do or don't do, but it is in Jesus Christ and what he has done on your behalf, on my behalf. And so today, as you think about Advent and Christmas, I hope that you know that Christmas erases the if-then thinking, and it gives you, gives me the opportunity to live in the beauty of a hope that is kept for us, and it's imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, and it isn't spoiled because it isn't contingent on what we do or don't do. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.